Fury Cast, episode six. Last night, March third, I saw Zootopia, and I saw London Has Fallen. Both very good movies, but fucking Zootopia. Holy shit. That was a fucking movie. That was a fucking movie, Zootopia. Disney is not fucking around with anybody right now. Disney is not fucking around at all. Disney, like, this, Disney is like, they really did something this time. Like, first off, Zootopia is a Disney animated film, not Pixar. It's 3D animation. Like, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, fucking, what do you call it? Uh, Lion King 1, Lion King 2. It's, yeah, Tangled, Wreck-It Ralph, Big Hero 6. The upcoming film, Moana. I think that's Disney, not Pixar as well. Yes. Disney is not fucking around. Well, Pixar is in affiliation with Disney. Disney, but Disney is not fucking around. When I tell you, Zootopia is one of the funniest fucking animated films since Shrek and The Incredibles. Like, remember Shrek and The Incredibles, how fucking hilarious they were? It's up there with the greats. Like, Zootopia is up there with the greats. Like, it's about... I'm, I'm going to spoil the movie. It's spoilers all over the place. I, it was it's about Judy Hopps. She's a bunny. And it's about what's his name? Wild Wild? What's his name? Wiley? Name? From Chris Chris Wild. I think what the fuck is his name? Ah shit, it's a good movie. I don't know how I forgot to do his name. But yeah, when I tell you that movie was crazy. Like it was good. Like it was that damn good. Like DJ Khaled say they they don't want you to see Zootopia. So you gotta go see Zootopia. Go see Zootopia. I might see it twice. That's how fucking good it was. It was like, it was another level of good shit. I'm trying to think of the character name, the, the, the fox. Nick Wilde, not Chris, it's Nick. Nicholas, yeah, Nicholas Wilde, he's a fox. And the whole movie is just amazing. I'm going to spoil it, by the way, again. I'm spoiling it. It's a really good fucking movie. Zootopia is the shit. I'm definitely seeing it twice. I just repeated myself three times. I took, I, this, you know how good the fucking movie is? I took notes. Not in the theater, but I took notes. Like, I went home, I recollected everything I saw in the film. I took notes. It's like, Disney just went, they went all out. Like, it started off with, like, she's a little small bunny. She's explaining, like, how Earth used to be. Where animals were, like, predators and prey. Predators would kill prey. Simple as that. And, you know, it's like 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 the wildlife. Like, Nat Geo Wild. Like, that's how life is. Lions kill the weaker motherfuckers. Who don't have sharp teeth. Who eat plants all day. Antelopes get fucked up by lions. Giraffes. Rabbits. Whatever. But Judy Hopps is a little bunny. She's a little girl. And she wants to be a police officer. When she's little. And she gets bullied by a big fox and a weasel. I think the weasel will come back later on in the movie. But I don't remember. But yeah. I guess that later on. It gets better. Like. She was like a little bunny. She did a play at the beginning. Where she was like. Yeah. Animals, predators used to be crazy. They're biologically inclined to be crazy and act savagery and be savages. They want to kill people and stuff like that because they have sharp teeth and they eat meat. The carnivores, whatever. And like she gets bullied by a fox, a predator. And then she's like, You're too small. He's like, You're too small to be a cop. You can never be a cop. But ever since she was little, she was saving people and stuff, right? She's a little bunny. And like her parents are also rabbits, duh. And they all live in like rabbit town, carrot town, where everyone's a carrot farmer. Or to do something carrot related, you know, shit like that. It's like a small town. 
And she wants to go to Zootopia, where all of the predators and the prey can live in harmony together. And it's like, you know, metropolitan area. Just like different things. The whole movie was good. Didn't have any fish or birds. So that might be a sequel. But yeah, like all of the land animals who don't fly and shit, they all like live together in harmony. They get jobs and places, you know. They got tax auditors, police officers. They got a mayor who's a lion. They got doctors. They got like secret agents and shit, like security guards, criminals. It's like, it's like real life. It's like real life with animals taking the place. Yes, anthropomorphic animals. Animals walking on two legs, using their thumbs and their arms and their fingers and shit, wearing clothes. It was like a really good movie. And it's funny as shit. Like, it had so many jokes. Like, they had some good-ass writers on there. I think, like, it had, like, seven writers and three directors. Like, motherfuckers, like, this movie took teamwork. Like, I'm thinking maybe Matt and Trey could have did it by itself with just two people, but... Seth MacFarlane by himself, he could have did something like, but this movie took like a lot of teamwork. I think this one had 20,000 jobs. Most movies say they have 13,000. I think this movie had 20,000 jobs, maybe. Like the art direction, everything. The animation was beautiful on the movie. The whole fucking the animation was flawless. It was perfect. And I was, I was expecting this movie to be good, but not that good. You know? Like I was saying, this is going to be a good movie. The Peanuts movie was a good animated film. The Box Trolls was dope. You know, Good Dinosaur was fucking amazing. And I was like, this is going to be good. You know, I like animated movies. Disney doesn't fuck around. Pixar is not with them, so it's not going to be too depressing. Which is not, it's not depressing. No one's parents die. No parents die in the whole Zootopia. That's how this is like, this is like, Disney's like, you know what? We're going to take it easy. We're going to have fun and just attack the audience with jokes. Like, we're just going to hit you from jokes from all sides. Little kid jokes, you know, slapstick. We're going to hit you with, and it's not cheesy at all. A lot of anime films do cheesy shit, like easy laugh, like they have a character fart, and it's like, ha ha, the character farted, it's funny. No, no one farts, no one burps this whole movie. It's all, like, jokes, like, you can watch this movie over and over again. I might get the Blu-ray when it come out. I might get the fucking Blu-ray. Like, I keep saying, like, what the fuck, my little girl? Like, 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 no. But, yo, this movie's fucking nice. Zootopia is not, I might see it twice. I think I'm gonna see it twice. It's worth the price of admission. It's a really dope film. It's fucking great. I really might have to see this movie again. It's that fucking good. Like, shit. I took notes, alright. It's like, at the beginning, she's saying, like, what the fuck? She wants to be a cop. She wants to be a cop. So she goes to, like, she goes to fucking, I'm gonna start saying fucking instead of like. She goes to fucking police academy to become a cop. She goes to train every day. All of the animals there are bigger than her. There's like rhinos, grizzly bears, polar bears, all big animals, giraffes, elephants, bulls, like water buffaloes, rhinos, all of the big animals. And she's the only bunny there. And they're like, ha, you'll never make it. You'll never become a cop. And earlier in the movie when she was little, her parents were telling her, hey, Judy, you know how to really have a peaceful life? Just give up on all your dreams and settle. That's what me and your mom did. And the mother was like, yeah, Judy, just give up on everything. Don't try everything. Just become a normal person. You could be a carrot farmer. You like carrots, don't you? Try and get them to do more shit. Like most people try to get keep people to do. And if anybody watching this, don't fucking do just whatever people want you to do. Do what the fuck you want to do. Shit. Do what the fuck you want to do. Because that's what the fuck I do. That's why I'm doing a podcast right now. But the movie is fucking flawless. Like, they hit every mark perfectly. 
all of the jokes are just on point. Like, this shit is amazing. Like, Disney took time. I was like the Blade Witch Project, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, the shit was amazing. Like, they really went in on this movie. They fucking had jokes out of the ass. Jokes for everybody. It was all per perfect all the way through. And it's definitely a must-see twice for anyone of any age. The shit was amazing. I thought that this was better than all of them fucking animated movies that got nominated for the Oscars. It's better than Inside Out, definitely. Definitely better than Inside Out. I thought the shit was great. Disney need, Disney needs to keep it up. I'm waiting for Moana. That looks good. And Disney, you know they never like let up when it comes to like little Easter eggs and shit. Whole movie is cool. The whole movie is just really good movie. And then all of a sudden, Easter eggs out the asshole. You just get attacked with Easter eggs. The shit's just amazing. Come out of the blue, bam, 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 bam. Hit you with like 10 Easter eggs in one scene. But the whole fucking movie, I'm just like, yo, this movie, not, it had no dry spots. It was wet. The whole movie was wet than a motherfucker. The whole movie was wet as shit. They did not fuck around once. They came through, all right, here got my notes right here. The characters, first of all, all of the characters had purpose. John DiMaggio voiced the elephant that worked at the ice cream shop. And like, the movie, like, it tackled, it tackled discrimination. Because at the ice cream shop, this is when Judy finally passes the police training. She's going through the police academy. Her polar bear instructor was like, You're dead, furball. You're dead, fuzzy tail. You're dead, cottontail. You're dead, you bunny. You're carrot eater. And Judy just kept trying. Everyone was asleep. She was on the edge of her bed doing sit-ups, working out, trying to be the best police officer she could be. Judy was just going off. Little bunny. Judy. Judy just doing everything she could do. And she finally made it. She finally crashed all the, passed all the obstacle courses. She went into the... um. Police Academy, um, the police headquarters, foundation, whatever you call it, the department. And when she got there, it was a fat cheetah. He was like a funny character, comic relief. Well, every, the whole movie was full of comic relief. It was a good movie. But Nate Torrance's character was a fat cheetah. I gotta say fat because cheetahs are skinny. He was a fat cheetah who liked listening to Gazelle. Gazelle was Shakira's character. Who was a, um, uh... She was a gazelle. And... She was, um, yeah, Clawhauser. That was in there. Clawhauser was a cheetah. Yeah, Clawhauser was a cheetah. And he was like, he was a fan of Shakira's character, Gazelle, who was like a pop star. She was a pop star singing music. She had a song called Try Everything. Disney kept pushing that song, like, buy it on iTunes. It's a good song, but I ain't buy that shit. <laughs> I don't listen to shit like that. And the whole movie was awesome. And then when she finally got to become a police officer, she went to the place, and Chief Bogo was Idris Elba, who played a Cape Buffalo. I call it a water buffalo, but he played a cape buffalo with the chief, like, students, okay, here today, we have a new recruit, but who cares? And let's all address the elephant in the room, and they cut to a real elephant, and he was like, Tiffany, it's your birthday, happy birthday. And they start being all rough, giving her birthday licks and shit, and it was all funny. And they said, all right, you two do this duty, you two do this duty. And they're like, there's 14 animals missing, we gotta find them. You got 24, you got 48 hours, you know, like they do in real life, I guess. I don't know shit about law. And she did, Mr. Hop, she had Judy Hops, the new recruit, money, you're on parking duty. So she had to be a meter maid the first day on the job. So she had to knock off 200 tickets, 100 tickets. And they said, all right, I'm going to knock off 200 tickets. So she gave 200 people parking tickets in one day. 
Everybody was mad at her. She even gave herself one parking ticket, 201. And like at the end of the day, while she's on her little go-kart, she sees Nick Wilde, the fox, the second protagonist in the film, voiced by Jason Bateman. Jennifer Goodwin did a great job too, Judy Hopps. Goes to um, Nick Wilde. When she goes to Nick Wilde, he's doing a scam where he goes to an ice cream shop and the elephants are all there scooping ice cream up. And it's a, in the movie, tackles discrimination. It tackles prejudice. tackles a lot of shit going on right now. Prejudiceness, I don't know the word. But it tackles all of that shit. Because different animals, different cultures. So when the Nick Wilde, the fox, goes in there with his little friend, Finnick, who was like one of the funniest characters in the movie, had three scenes, hilarious. Goes to Finnick and is like, hey, and Phoenix is like his, playing his little son, a little baby fox, like a small Phoenix fox, dressed like an elephant. And when he, when Nick Wilde goes into the ice cream shop, the elephant's like, hey, didn't I tell you don't come in here? Don't they have fox ice cream where you foxes come from? He was like, sir, why are you being so discriminatory? Discriminative. Being, why, are you, why are you promoting discrimination? And he was like, see this sign here? It says, we can refuse service to where we refuse to refuse service to. Whoever we feel like refusing service to. So Nick Wilde, the fox, was in line like, Sir, I just want to get a jumbo pop for my son. He wants to be an elephant just like you. And the little Fennec fox had like an elephant costume on. He was like, like tooting out of the trunk, putting the ears up and shit. And he said, No, we don't sell to you people. We don't sell to foxes. Because foxes are clever. They're sneaky. Everyone in town hates foxes, <laughs> apparently. Out of all the animals. Skunks are cool. Snakes are cool. They didn't show any snakes. No lizards, no reptiles, no alligators or nothing. But the whole movie was like cool like that. It was like realistic. They had criminals and everything, different set, different like poor people, rich people, whatever. Judy House came in there and she was all like, hey, how about the fact that you scooping up all of your ice cream with your trunk getting snide mucus in it? How about that's a file for health code direction 82, blah, blah, blah. It was funny. And then when he finally got the push pop, she got, he's like, oh, I forgot my wallet. So then Judy paid for the push pop, the jumbo pop. He got it and said, okay, me and my son are going to go eat this. And then she said, okay, give me a little toot. The son goes, boom, boom, with his trunk and shit like that. And then when he got the push pop, he went all the way to some, like, other roof, top of a building, melted the push pop, put it in jars. Then went to the cold side of town where the polar bears and the wolves live at. And he froze the push pop in the little paws. And then he took the push pop out of the pole as he froze them, put them all on the stand, and then took all the push pop on little icicles. Then he had separated as he put it in the jar, he put it in different holes, shit like his paw, and he fucking made little lollipops out of it. Then he took it to where the chipmunks be at and sold one of each chipmunk for two dollars and made two hundred dollars a day. A hundred chipmunks. And you see, I've been doing this every day since I was two years old. Leave me alone. And she's trying to chop foul for like tax evasion and shit like that. And she recorded it all on the carrot. And the character recorded him confessing that he did that. And she said, all right, you're clever. I need you to help me find all 14 of the people. First of all, starting with this otter. This otter went missing. The male otter, he's the father otter. And the mother otter, the wife, Octavia Spencer voiced her. She was like, somebody find my husband. My husband's missing and shit like that. So she had to go find the husband and whatnot. And that's like basically what the whole movie is, trying to find the husband who's missing. The husband otter. Animals. Animal talking. So yeah, they're looking for him, Nick Wilde, the clever fox, helping her, looking for the otter, the whole movie, and let me get into the good shit, fuck it, I'm rambling, but 
that's what it was. They were like looking for the, like a mystery, like a crime mystery. So they're going around. She got a lead. She found out Nick Wilde had something to do with it. He was standing there the whole time. The otter bought up one of the lollipops from him, Paw Pops. And when they finally got to like show, reveal more about Fennec, the little small fox was helping him out. It's a grown man the whole time. It's not his son. He said the little Fennec fox was his son. It's not his son. Voiced by Tiny Lister, Debo from Friday. He said, all right, little guy, see you tomorrow, little cutie. He said, call me cute again, and I'm going to bite your face off. And it was funny, because the little fox had that deep voice. And when she got there the first time, too, the cheetah, Clawhauser, was like, oh, you're a cute little bunny. And she was like, yeah, it's cool for other bunnies to call other bunnies cute. Well, some of those called the bunny cute. It's kind of racist. <laughs> so it was like real life. Like, you call me, I could call another bunny a nigga, but you can't call me a nigga. You're not a bunny. So that was funny. Ah, bunny funny. Funny bunny. Honey bunny. Pulp Fiction. Amanda Plummer. Whatever. And that's, how, that's basically the tone of the movie. With a constant humor and shit. So she finally got the tag number from a guy. Went to these like mafia people. One of them was a mouse. Who was really old. Looked like Don Vito from The Godfather. And all of his bodyguards were big ass polar bears. Because <laughs> they was in the cold area. She was like, ice them. Throw them away. Ice them. She's like, Daddy, don't ice on my wedding day. And she was looking for the fox and shit. No, she's trying to kill the weasel, I think. The fox, somebody. She tried to kill a weasel. She went to the big town, which caught, like, the weasel, I'm guessing. And then a donor normally ran over a rat. And the rat happened to be the daughter of the mafia father, who's a rat. And this is a terrible podcast. I'm just rambling. I'm so excited about how good the movie was. And it was like, oh, yeah, get back to the Easter eggs. One point in the movie, they're looking for... This is when the movie bombards you with, like, the end of the movie. Spoilers again. It bombards you with fucking um, Easter eggs. They go to this guy who's a weasel. They say, I know it's a weasel. He knows everything. The weasel says, my name's Duke. I'm Duke Weaselton, which was a play on the Duke of Weselton, also voiced by Alan Tudyk. Duke Weaselton was voiced by Alan Tudyk from Frozen. The Duke of Weselton had a wig on, flopped up, flopped back. And the weasel's name was Duke Weston, voiced by the same guy. And the movie's fucking awesome. God damn, the movie's awesome. He had bootleg DVDs. This is the part of the movie where I was like, whoa, Disney isn't fucking around. He had Pig Hero 6. He had a fake version of Tangled. He had a fake version of Frozen. He had Wreck-It Rhino. And he had Moana. Moana is the upcoming Disney film with the first Polynesian princess. The motherfucker made a reference to a movie that ain't even out yet. That's how badass Disney is. And they had Zuber, which was like Uber. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it was awesome as fuck. And when they had to solve the case, they had to solve the case. It was like a, you're in with the character. You forget, you know they're animals the whole time. They're trying to find out like why the fuck are all the animals tripping. And later on, they find out that it's something called Night Howlers. This is after she quits because she's trying to find the otter, but she can't find the otter. And eventually, the thing that made the otter go crazy and start missing because they found out that the otter went crazy. When went to the rat dude who was the mafia, he said, "Oh, we didn't kill the otter. The otter went crazy and attacked my driver, and then he ran away." So they said, "Why did the otter go crazy?" Twenty-four hours go by. They made a dude named Mr. Monchus, who's the jaguar. Black Panther, a black jaguar, and he's like wearing a tank top and shorts and shit. Like, hey, I don't know where the guy went. He attacked me for no reason. That's why I retired. Look what he did to my face. His eyes was all like this and shit. So my fucking stomach hurt. I might have took a shit. So they find out why. Then they go to him and he started tripping. And then they're like, okay, why are these animals tripping like that? Only predators are tripping like that. 
what the fuck is going on? And it's a little mayor, it's a, and it's the mayor assistants. She was in the joint. She was not a predator. She was bellwether. She was a little sheep, voiced by Jenny Slate. And she was like, hey, little guy, you sit together. We're little. She was Mayor Lionheart's assistant. She was the assistant mayor. Mayor Lionheart's a lion, his predator. And they had to find out why the predators start tripping. So they still didn't know why. They thought they just start tripping for no reason. And then when they went to the place where the wolves were, they found out the two wolves had kidnapped the black jaguar guy, Mr. Monchers. And so they went to where the wolves foundation was. Went to the wolf foundation, found all 14 of the missing animals there. From the beginning of the movie, they had to find the 14 missing animals. That's the main thing of the movie. So they found all 14 of the missing animals. And they found out, like, they still didn't know what was wrong with them, though. And they eventually escaped out. And when they escaped out, they had recorded everything and they snitched. And Chief Mongo was like, you know what? You're fired. You didn't find the order. This is before they found the order. And then she said, oh, shit. Went back home, became a carrot farmer with her parents. And the little fox that bullied her at the beginning of the movie, now he's all good. And he's calm and says, see, I'm a predator, but I'm still a good guy. And she had offended Nick because she thought all the predators were bad guys when she went to make her speech and shit. And she had quit. Because Nick got sad. Like, you think just because I'm a predator, I quit? He was like, when I was little, I tried to be a Boy Scout. And they thought because I was a predator, I was a bad person. So they put a muzzle on me and they disrespected me. So fuck him. You know, he's a predator. He's a fox. Everyone disrespects foxes a lot. And at one point, they also get a lead from a guy. Um, they get a tag number from um, Tommy Chong's character, who was a yak. He was a nudist. He was dirty. He had mosquitoes in his head and shit. And he worked at a nudist colony where all the animals were naked. Which looked normal to us. But to them it was all weird. All the animals were naked. And they had no genitalia because it's a Disney movie. So they bend over. It was just a black skin surface. The movie was fucking dope. Hilarious as shit. I didn't have a single problem with it. Oh yeah, Disney. That's how badass this Disney movie was. It had no... Animated short in front of it. Most Disney movies have an animated short in front of it when you go see it. Like most Disney movies, period. Animated or not, it has like an animated short before the movie comes on. This one's got right to the chase. Boom. Walt Disney presents Zootopia. Let's get it. That's how the movie started off. <laughs> it didn't say let's get it, but I said let's get it. That's how the movie started off. And then they went back to Fennec again, and she's trying to. This was she was trying to catch Nick again. When he explained to her how he do his con with the popsicles every day, he said, "Hey, I'm always doing cons with these popsicles. I'm doing this out two years old, making two hundred dollars a day." She's like, "Oh, I could fight you up for taxes." He said, "You can't prove it. Nobody's gonna believe you. You're a little bunny." And he said, "I recorded everything on this little carrot that records people's voices, a voice recorder." And he's like, "Fucking help you find the order." And that's when little Fennec, Tiny Lister character, the baby fox Fennec, was like, oh, she hustled you. She hustled you. He was like, hey, it's a hustle. I got to sell these popsicles. She's like, oh, she hustled you. And that was funny. Tiny Lister was hilarious in the movie. But, um, yeah. Back to whatever. Back to whatever. They were saying any animal can be anything. You can be whatever you want to be. Astronaut. You don't have to be just eating grass all day. You can get a job as an animal. And everyone was saying bunnies can't be cops. And once again, Idris Elba killed it as Captain Mogo, the big buffalo captain dude. What the fuck was I saying? I'm just going all over the place. Yep, I'm going all over the place. She came home one day because she couldn't get her shit together. She was a poor little bunny. Let me turn my fucking light on. She was a poor bunny and shit like that. Living in Zootopia, the one bedroom apartment, it was small. Her neighbors were antelopes. They would, we're loud and we're rude. We don't give a fuck. That's how they acted. It was cool to me. But, um, yeah, man. I might see it again. 
and I'm not even done reviewing it. I'm just talking shit because that's how good it was. <laughs> they eventually found out like what was going on. This one more Easter eggs came up. The movie had a fucking Breaking Bad reference. When she went back home, found out that the, the fox that bullied her when she was little was a fucking um good guy now. She was like, yeah, and then the kids, because she had 275 other brothers and sisters, <laughs> Judy. So it was like a lot of bunnies running around all the time. All of them related to her in that one little town. Every bunny was her relative. And when she finally got to the, um, back home, she fucking went to the fucking, uh, farm. And the father was like, hey, kids, watch out for those night howlers. Don't touch them flowers. And she was like, what do you mean night howlers? Because when they said night howlers, they thought they were talking about the wolves that took the jaguar to the lab and experimented on them and shit to see why he was acting all crazy. And eventually they found out why. It was a bigghorn sheep, like a ram, who was working. It was a lamb, I think, a big-ass lamb who was working and the thing, he was taking the night howlers, the flowers make you go crazy. Because her parents told her, fool, eat those flowers, you go crazy. Your uncle went crazy when he ate one of the flowers. Her uncle was a bunny. He went crazy after he ate a flower. And they said, oh, so the flowers make people go crazy. So we got to find out why the fuck people are eating flowers and they're, they're predators. Predators don't eat flowers. They're carnivores. They don't eat plants and shit. They're not herbivores. So then they eventually, she eventually went to the um, place, went back. And when she went back... She was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And they got a lead and shit like that. And they found out. And they went downtown under the tunnel. And this one, they had a fucking Breaking Bad reference. It was this big-ass lamb. Lamb is not a predator. Eats grass all day. He was making blue, like, meth balls. He had, like, a yellow suit on, like Jesse and Walt. And then when he was making those little blue balls with the um, night howler venom in it from the flowers, he was extracting it and putting it in little balls. Like baking it on a sheet and putting it in a gun and said, Hey, I can shoot anybody, man. You got a cheetah out there? I don't care if a cheetah's fast. I can shoot a cheetah through a. He said, I shot an otter through the window of a moving car. The otter, being the man from the beginning of the movie, who they eventually found later on in the movie and he was going crazy in the lab and shit like that. Who the main guy they were looking for. And when they fucking eventually went to the damn place and they found him, they found the guy who was making the stuff. He's like, Yeah, I got the blue. Night howlers already. I'm just waiting on Walt and Jesse to get here. They said Walt and Jesse. That's Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. It's a fucking Breaking Bad reference in the Disney movie. And it's PG. I love it. So fucking current and awesome. And they had Zuber. Like Uber, but it was Zuber. Because it's animals. Hilarious. Instead of Target, they had Target. They had Target. That was a store. They probably had Stork Bucks for, Stork, for Starbucks. I don't know. But shit like that was awesome. Little shit like that. Eventually, they found out that the little lamb, who was the assistant mayor, got the mayor fired because they found out that he had 14 people held captive by the wolves in a um, lab doing experiments on him, trying to find out why all the predators were going crazy. It turns out that the little lamb, who, who the assistant mayor, became the actual mayor, and then she was in it the whole time, her and all the lambs, her and the big horn rams and the sheeps and shit with the little curly horns out the St. Louis rams. Found out that they were the bad guys, and... She made blueberries, too, at one point in the movie. She was, like, making blueberries, not just carrots. And then Nick Wilde, the fox, was like, mm, I like blueberries. And remember, they had the little blue bowls, which were the flower venom from the fucking uh, night howlers in them. And when he got a gun with that you shoot people with, he fucking took the train from the fucking lady, took the train, and took the train from the um guy who was cooking it up, the blue meth night howlers, they drove the train around the tracks and crashed the track. Crashed the train on the track. And it was dope. And fuck, I spit now.
Oh, fuck, my bottle's all the way over there. Shit. Got it. Oh, I spit and piss in the same bottle. Who gonna stop me, nigga? Oh, this shit's disgusting. Fuck. Fuck, I ain't got spit right now. I just sniffed nothing. And they eventually found out that the little lamb who was Merriweather? What the fuck was her name? Little lamb bitch. Little lamb bitch. Montiel lamb bitch. Yep, Bellwether. Little lamb bitch Bellwether was in it the whole time. She's the actual mayor. She's like, hey, Judy, remember? Us little guys gotta sit together. Little guys, little animals gotta sit together. And she's like, I'm in it the whole time. I'm gonna make all the predators go crazy so it could be nothing but prey out here and we ain't gotta compete with them no more. We little. They don't take us serious. I'm a, la- I'm a sheep. You're a bunny. No one takes us little people serious and whatnot. So then they shoot Nick with the fucking venom try to make him go crazy. But luckily, he switched out that shit with blueberries. He switched, I gotta try my shit up. <laughs> he switched out the fucking um, actual venom with blueberries. And it worked. Because they thought that he was about to go crazy and bite her in the neck. When they did bite her, she was like faking at the beginning like she got attacked by a predator when she was a little girl on the play. and was like, yeah, blood, 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 blood. And after she did that, after she did that, fucking... charge this bitch up. After she did that, they were like, "Ha, huh? we caught you. She said, you ain't catch me. You ain't got no proof. She pulled out that little carrier voice recorder that she used earlier in the movie and did it again. Caught his ass this time. Caught her ass. Um, Bellwether. The little puffy sheep bitch. And put the bitch in jail. Voiced by Jenny Slate. Not the bitch, the sheep. Whatever. I'm not a sheep. But go see Zootopia. It's dope. It's fucking, this is why I don't review movies. I just go see them. <laughs> I sound dumb as shit. I'm reviewing them. Having a solo discussion. Having a discussion about a movie by my fucking self. That's what this is right now. Shit. And I thought it was a night. It was a dope movie. It was very dope. And uh, the ending, you no know, happy ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's going crazy. Having a good time. But the Easter eggs were dope. I liked it. Oh, yeah, they, when he said he shot a animal in a window, Animal Lady shot with the pheromones from the Night Howler flower, which is the blue flower. It's the shit that made the auto go crazy. Shot him in the back seat of the car for Mr. Biggs, the, the mouse guy with the mafia Don Vito rat. Like, come on, man, I have to, baby, I have to. I gotta ice him. And the daughter saved her life. She was like, she saved my life from the donut. It was a giant donut going through the rodent city. Almost killed her. The little, the daughter. The daughter of the Mr. Biggs rat. And the sloths were hilarious. Sloths, I like how you go back to the jokes. Because at the end of the movie, Nick finally becomes a cop. Because he helped find all 14 people, expose the mayor, expose the assistant mayor. And all the predators had to lose their jobs and shit. Like, Bell, like Clawhauser, the, the fat cheetah who was nice to everybody. He said, they moved me downstairs. They said, it'll be more comfortable if you come into a police station. And there isn't a predator working at the front desk. And it was all sad and droopy. And da, 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 da. Eventually got his job back up front. And Chief Bulgo was funny at the end. Like, okay, you too. Parking duty. I'm just kidding. He was talking about Nick and Judy. The fox and the rabbit. Fox, the rabbit, the cabbage. Fargo. Good episode. Can't feel that. Whatever. Oh, spoiler alert for that too. And uh, she was just dope. Just a dope movie. Happy ending, everybody. Nick became a cop. And the sloths were funny. They were like, hey, how are you? 
It was dope. I keep saying dope. I gotta stop repeating my fucking self. I'm stupid, idiot. Ugh. Oh, now I gotta smoke for real. But, um, yeah. That shit was nice. There we go. I thought that this film was anti-abysmal. It was one of the best films I've seen in recent years. And I will gladly be seeing it again. As far as I'm concerned. Not a lot of people make movies this good. Seems to be very hard to cut animated film these days. And not be cheesy. But that's the real reason why I fucked this movie. It's not at all cheesy. It's good and mature all the way through. They keep it up. They don't back and stop it. They keep it good and they keep it all nice and tidy. The animation's all unique. And I knew John Lasseter had his hands in this shit. Cause that fucking awesome. And I will definitely be seeing it again. Mm-hmm. Dope ass movie. Not mad at it at all. Disney showed their ass with this one. Now, if we're gonna get serious from that fun ass world of Zootopia we have, London has fallen. The sequel to Olympus has fallen, which is a great film, in my opinion. I watched it on Netflix once. Saw it in the theaters once. It's a good movie. Action packed. Morgan Freeman. The Koreans came to DC to attack the president. And they failed. And then, three years later, a different set of terrorists who live 60 miles outside of Punjabi. Oh, yeah. Go see Zootopia. Fuck. It's a good movie. It's really good. Funny as hell. Funny as, like, Shrek level funny. But anyway, yeah. London has fallen. Another great film. I never talk about films that I hate. Never. London has fallen. Fucking Gerard Butler's back, baby. After that shit show of Gods of Egypt that I didn't see because I don't like white Egyptians. Hey, I'm making a Black Viking movie in the future. Trust me. And it's gonna make at least $250 million to make a sequel and a third. And I'm done. But, um, yeah. He did the shitty Gods of Egypt. But he immediately, one week later, bang, back, came back. Bang, bang. Rebuttal. Picked up the fumble. London has fallen. This time it's a criminal named Bukawi. And he's lived 60 miles out of Punjabi. I don't know if that's Indian or Israeli or something like that. But he's like a criminal. And he's having a party. His whole family's there. Everybody's chilling, dancing, moving, grooving. And the U.S. government officiates an attack. A drone strike on him. While he's in bed, sleep, and his family's partying all in this big castle congregation. And that one drone strike kills like a lot of people, a lot of family members. His daughter dies. One kid there gets his legs blown off and Bukhari gets put on the cane. And that makes him mad. He's a criminal. And the U.S. government decided to bring the work home and murder everybody around him. Fucking assholes, right? America's a bunch of bullies. I call them America. The KKK. Fuck the C. That's what I say. But I love in America. I ain't complaining too much. There's too much corrupt shit out here. But yes. I also thought that Nick Wilde, when he put the cop outfit on at the end of the movie, he looked kind of like Axel Foley, the Axel Fox from Beverly Hills Cop 3. Still talking about Zootopia. Okay. Anyway, back to Olympus. 
I mean, London has fallen. This time, the Prime Minister of London is dead. Someone poisons him. Oh, no. And he has a funeral. When he has a funeral, the whole UN must show up, meaning that every leader from every country must show up together, except for Africa. There was no African like leader there. They was chilling at home. They didn't kill the African leader. But, um, yeah, they got the guy from like, Scandinavia, Sweden, Germany, Japan, France. They got every leader to come from the UN to come to the Prime Minister of London's um, funeral. Every leader is there. It's all peaceful the first 27 minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah, the bomb when they had drone strike Bakawi. They didn't kill Bakawi. They knocked one dude's legs off and put Bakawi on the king. Everybody else died. And then two years later which is three years after Olympus has fallen. The president's still in office. His Secret Service agent, Gerard Butler. I forgot, what's his name? I gotta learn these fucking names. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart was good fucking, um... Aaron Eckhart was a great... What do you call it? He was a great president in the film. I was not mad at him being a president. It was very dope to me. I'm just trying to think of the dude's name. Fuck. What was Gerard Butler's character's name? Something cool. Something awesome. But yeah, I like how they like really try to kind of try to expose the U.S. government, like the Bakawi. When they finally had the funeral there, the U.N. showed up. Every leader was getting fucked up, like the terrorists who like were. They weren't even terrorists. They were Avengers. They were trying to avenge the death of Bakawi's daughter by killing every single leader. So they fucking fucked the bridge up that the Japanese prime minister was on. Slaughtered half the president's secret service. Tried to kill the president, but luckily his bodyguard, fucking Gerard Butler, was saving his life the whole time. Mike Banning, President Benjamin Asher, yes. Mike Banning was the fucking... That's his name. Angela Bassett was, yep, Lynn Jacobs. Morgan Freeman, Vice President Trumbell. All of them were the cast of the movie. I'm spoiling this too. London is falling. And like, everyone's trying to like duck for cover and hide so they don't get killed by the terrorists, the Avengers, shall I say. They weren't terrorists, they were Avengers who were terrorizing the city. The Avengers are terrorists. Federal Hawk smashing new buildings up and shit. When he's not under the whip, Scarlet Witch's spell, he's still fucking buildings up, terrorizing people and whatnot. Hawk got fire arrows everywhere. Black Widow with her fucking bullets. Thor with his thunder. He might accidentally strike a blending bolt. A lightning bolt into the wrong person, you know, terrorizing the city. But he's an Avenger, trying to avenge what Loki did, or Ultron, or whoever. And America's just full of dicks, and terrorism is scary as fuck. And the gunfights in the movie were awesome as fuck because they were filmed properly. I'd give a big shout out to the director of the movie, uh, Babak. What's his name? I forget his name. Uh, yep, Babak Najafi. Creighton Rothenberger was the um, writer. But yeah, Babak Narafi, he did a great job with this film. I don't know what else he did, but I hope he makes more movies. It's like a Call of Duty movie, and it's awesome. They need to make a fucking Grand Theft Auto, London is Falling, a Grand Theft Auto, John Wick. So I can do that shit with those characters in Grand Theft Auto movement formation. Cause that's how awesome the movie was. And by the way, when I saw Zootopia, it was over. Stay after the credits, nothing happened. And I walked out. It was 9.47 at night. London is falling, started at 9.45. I said, okay, I missed two minutes of trailers. I ain't tripping. I don't like trailers anyway. They tell the whole movie. I dip up in the theater. 
I allegedly sneaked into there. I totally paid for it. <laughs> I walk into the theater with my ticket, and I see a security guard. Gun, bulletproof vest, bald head dude. He look at me. He look away. I walk in that motherfucker. I sit down in the front, act like I've been, act like I'm supposed to be there. By the way, I had like a funny looking Carlton Banks shirt. By the way, yeah, tan with buttons and shit. I ain't tripping. I walked in that motherfucker and I started watching the movie. I said, I can get home a little late. Lift be out there. Train still running. I'll be cool. Cause that's what the fuck I do. I get out. I go into the theater. Start watching London is Falling. In the movie, like, it just tackles everything. Like, it goes in on how America's a bunch of bullies and shit. How they fucking... Hold on, y'all can't see nothing. Shit. <laughs> I got to piss. It goes on on how... They're a bunch of assholes in America that fucking just terrorize other people and they're bullies. They don't really have any decency and common respect and love for humanity. Like the all live matter people. They don't think all live matter. They think they're all live matter. And everyone else is shit. Fuck them. Oh god, my piss stinks so bad. Fuck, man. Fuck. on the podcast Leroy Pissycast <laughs> whatever um that felt good that felt great that was nice everyone should be able to take a piss when they feel like it god oh <laughs> podcast is a concern for the best I just pissed oh shit I just pissed uh, oh still dripping Alright, whatever. This ain't special effects, nigga. Oh, man. <laughs> what are they talking about? Oh, yeah, they're trying to kill the president now because he's in charge of the U.S. Army. The army that killed Macaulay's fucking daughter who didn't deserve to die. And then at one point, Macaulay, after he kills everybody, like he blows up the fucking, he blows up a boat. It fucks up the damn, um, president of France, the prime minister, and blows a bridge up and kills the Japanese president, prime minister dude, and they also talk about Germany at the beginning of the movie, I forgot what he said, but it's a good movie, 10 out of 10, it's 10, Zootopia, 10 out of 10, London is falling, 10 out of 10, I don't rate movies, because I create movies, Leroy Furious, Scandinavian Assassin is coming out soon. I might put it out on July 15th. Ain't nothing else coming out on July 15th, 2016. So I'm going to put Leroy Furious kind of ass out on July 15th, 2016. But anyway, uh, back to London that's falling. So dope. Gerard Butler fucked up like five guys with one knife. He was just like, your throat, your throat, your throat, your leg, your leg, your heart, your throat. And in one scene in the movie, the gunfights are so good. It's niggas in the tunnel with AK-47 that work for Bakari and like, oh yeah, terrorists all over the place. It's terrorists with skin color like this. Lighter, not really dark, but you know, it's like white boys, there's some Arab dudes, terrorists all over the place killing all the citizens, killing everybody just so they could kill like one specific leader. If there's 16 people around one leader, they gotta kill everybody. And Gerard Butler's going hard with his pistol like bang, 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 killing every motherfucking body. And they start, and then they try to get away on a helicopter at one point, and this niggas all on every rooftop with a rocket launcher, just 
shooting that helicopter, and the helicopter's on the little mama's up the side, like a suicide squad trailer, going like, like the flankers, taking down the little um, helicopters. I'm taking down the rocket launchers, which is very cool. I like that scene in the movie. It looks like, like, the direction was awesome. Like, the CGI was fucking perfect. Like, if any fucking bullshit-ass critic had anything to say about the CGI and London is falling, you make a movie with better CGI, you bitch. London is falling, but Bakken Rafi did his goddamn thing. Fuck, I love Gerard Butler when he does cool shit like this in 300 and like Olympus has fallen. Woo! And Gamer. Gamer was dope, too. But, man, this fucking movie. Oh, yeah, the same wife in Gamer, I think, as he had in London is falling. Olympus is falling. Was that the same wife in Gamer? Let me check right quick. It'd be really cool. Was it Ron? Was it Rada Mitchell? Was it Rada Mitchell? Was she in both of those? I'm not too sure. I'm thinking it was Rada Mitchell, who played Leah Banning, his wife. Holy shit! It might be her. She done did a lot of movies. Was she in Gamer? If she wasn't. Oh, no, I don't think she was. Uh, it was another white woman with a cute face and blonde hair. But, yes, like, motherfuckers was going off. Like, they was shooting everybody. The whole movie chilling is cool for, like, 27 minutes. Then, like, boom, bang, bang. They, they, they take the little mirror. They slide under the car so they can check to see for explosives and everything. They put a bomb under the car, and you walk off with the cell phone go beep, beep, boom, blow that motherfucker up. Blow the whole car up. Everybody dispersed. They start running around going crazy. Then they're like, fuck this shit. Lights out for everybody. They turn all the lights out in London. So now it's not in the White House anymore. Like, the Olympus is falling. It's Mike Manning and President fucking Aaron Eckhart. Yes, um, it's Draw Brother and Aaron, and Aaron Eckhart running around. Mike Manning and Benjamin Asher running around London trying to be safe and to get the president to safety. And he even told Gerard Butler, Mike Bannon at one point, he said, hey, if some shit go down, you kill me. Don't let these fucking songs, don't let these terrorist home bitches take my head off on live camera in front of the world and the free nation and the land of America. That's how it goes down, basically. And they just fighting for their lives. And Gerard Butler shooting everybody. He has a fucking rifle at one point. He smacks the shit out of this white dude with a stick. I started laughing, like cracked him over the chin with the shit. Like, the whole movie's action-packed. It's like the first 27 minutes of the story. It's just telling the story. And then they say, you know what? We spent money. Let's turn this shit up. Let's fuck up London. And they fuck London up. Kind of like in G.I. Joe 2. G.I. Joe, Joe Retaliation. When they leveled London and made it do this. When they fucked the whole city up. Big Ben was rocking. And the Ferris wheel was rocking. And crumbling. And just killing everybody. It's craziness. I love this fucking movie. London the Father was dope. Oh, yeah, and in the end, they try to kill the president with a machete. And Mike Banning, Gerard Butler, he going hard. He's like, either y'all kill me right now, or y'all follow me and help me save the president. Because they kidnapped the president at one point. The president's driving a car, and he's like, can't really drive that good. And he's like, hey, I haven't driven a car in six years. I'm <laughs> president. I'm a little rusty. So they start running off, running over motherfucking armed forces. Niggas are trying to kill him. His motherfucker working in the government trying to kill the president. And that's when Gerard Butler like, then I come and rescue you. Look at how they're using their hands. They're not really guards here to rescue you. There's some other motherfuckers. So they come in, John Drumbler got one knife. He just chopping niggas up, shooting niggas in the face. And he shot one nigga up, got a knife fight with him. And then one dude came behind him. The president put a pistol out. Boom! Shot him. Even the president shoot motherfucker. Then the president come out of the closet when he shot the motherfucker. And then Gerard Butler, funny ass, like, I was wondering when you were going to come out of the closet. 
and the whole audience started laughing. He was like, that's not funny. It was funny as shit to me. But yeah, then they take the truck and they started running people over and shit. And fucking Angela Bassett died. I was so mad. I was watching the movie when they were shooting at first. Well, then the shit first started popping off. Angela Bassett was in the front seat of the truck driving and shit. Like, oh no, goddamn, goddamn. And I was like, Ugh. I was about to get ghetto in the theater. I was about to be like, Angela, sit your motherfucking ass down. We want the one black woman in the movie to goddamn die. Shit. Two black women. Other one had like a shape up or some shit. She was working with Colin Salmon. Colin Salmon was in this motherfucking dude. He was a general. He was a good guy. But yeah, they was trying to get motherfuckers in this movie. They was coming. They was going hard. Niggas was going hard. And they killed everybody. Everybody. And they didn't. They, they killed a lot of motherfuckers, but they didn't kill the president. Obviously, he got away at the end of the whole thing. And I recommend anybody go see this fucking movie. It's dope as shit. London has fallen. And Zootopia are both dope. And it's like the whole movie, the thing, he's having a baby. He got six cameras in the baby room. His wife, Rhonda Mitchell, was like, yo. Leah Banning was like, yo, just get one camera. You only need six of them, motherfucker. <laughs> he's overprotective. He worked the Secret Service. And he's about to sign his resignation and retire and stop being the Secret Service agent. And he files it out, the little two weeks notice thing. But then at the end of the movie, he saved the president. He killed Bakari, blew him up with like a grenade, shot him in the face and all that shit, and ended up killing him. They about to kill the president on the camera. Then Mike came through, boom, boom, shooting everybody in that joint with a pistol. And at one point, he only had one pistol, and he set a bomb off in the thing. In the tunnels where he fucking all the little, like, terroristic criminal dudes up. And they come in the motherfucker with me. AK-47s and shit and he's standing he shoot 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 and then he got in the middle of the hallway in the tunnel it's a door behind him but it's like three dudes here with AK-47s and three dudes here and they just start busting at him he back up and they start shooting each other that shit was like that nigga they start shooting each other the fuck shit was tight that shit was like that nigga it was amazing I thought it was amazing personally I thought that shit was tight <laughs> it was fucking awesome but oh yeah he starts shooting motherfuckers and shit. And then he eventually shoots some more people. Bang, bang, boom, boom. He in the middle of the street shooting motherfuckers. Then he's a parkour expert at one point in the movie. He starts climbing up this little construction site. Running, shooting, running, shooting. Then he jump off the construction site. After they shot a rocket launch into the side of a building. He jumped into that hole where the rocket launch was at. And then he start killing motherfuckers. Then he did the whole thing where they shot each other that I just explained 40 seconds ago. And they gets to the president. He got a machete out. Bakari. He about to chop the president's head off for killing his daughter with the U.S. Army. And he said, it was a mistake. We didn't mean to kill his daughter. He's like, you're not fucking killing me on this thing, you son of a bitch. I'm American. And next thing you know, in this awesome-ass movie, Rob Butler shoots the cameraman. He shoots the camera. Shoot everybody in that joint with a pistol. And everybody start getting fucked up. And Bakari's still standing. And he's trying to run away and whatnot. But Gerard Butler, Mike Bannon was like, no, you tried to kill the president. You tried to kill the president. He's Scottish. You tried to kill the president. You can't get away with that. And they fucking shit up. And then the president, like, yo, it's a grenade. Watch out. And then Mike jumps over the president. And he dodged the grenade. And then Bakari's still up. He runs away. And remember, he set a bomb earlier in them tunnels where they at right now. So then he going around running, running, running. And then he said, yo, I can't find Bakari. Set the bomb off. And the British dude who was on the good side in London was like, are you sure? Set the bomb off right now? And then Gerard was like, set the fucking bomb off now. So then he set the bomb off and they run it. They run it. There's fire everywhere. And they dive into the bottom of the elevator shaft. And then the flames rise up from the bomb and they kill everybody in there except for the two protagonists, Mike Benning and the president.
Aaron Eckhart's character, Benjamin Nasher. Agent Voigt died. I don't know if he was in the first one or that, but he died too. He got shot in the neck. As well as Angela Bassett. I'm like, God damn it, Angela. Get your motherfucking head down. Don't get shot, bitch. You're driving. I ain't mean to call her a bitch. Sorry, baby. But I'm like, God damn it, Angela Bassett. Keep your fucking head down. Don't get shot. There's the only black woman in this movie aside for the girl with the shape of the rubber calling Sammy. Want you to live, damn it. And they eventually found out who the guy was that was working dirty with them to get everybody in. He was the partner to that hot British chick who was like, hey, don't fuck with her. Was it Vivian, Viviana Gusto? No, I'm not her. Somebody else. Oh, shit, what's his name at? Yeah, Jackie Earl Haley was on this motherfucker too. Melissa Leo came back from the first movie. Yep. Charlotte Riley. Jacqueline Marshall. MI6 Jacqueline Marshall. She was the badass. Like, yeah. The president, Benjamin Asher, like, yeah, don't fuck with Charlotte Riley's character. Jacqueline Marshall. He's like, yeah, don't fuck with her. She's a badass. If she told Mike Benning. And she was. She found out the guy who was at the end of the movie. She was a secret agent working good. She was an agent for MI6 that was good on the good people side. She ended up shooting the dude who was the undercover bullshitter who was like, pew, pew. She said, don't reach for the pistol. Don't reach for the pistol. Boom, boom. Shot him in the bottom of a parking garage. And when the bombs went off, eventually the bombs killed Bakari. And he was trying to run away and shit. And then all the people died and everything. No, Bakari didn't die. No, the other dude about to chop Bakari head off. Bakari was still in 60 miles from Punjabi area with the Arabic writing on the walls and shit. And after all of that happened, saved the president, peaceful, happy ending, and the president was saved, got back to America. And remember Mike Banning about to resign? He was like, save, decline, delete. I don't know if I should really resign or that. He clicked delete, and the movie went off. But before the movie went off, Morgan Freeman, the vice president, said, hey, yo, Bakari, we got you on satellite, nigga. You about to die. So they drop a drone off again, like in the beginning of the movie. This time it falls right on Bakari's mouth, and it kills him and, like, four dudes around him. I think even some civilians were there. But, so, yeah, Americans still terrorists <laughs> in the movies, too. But at least it's honest. I like the part when Bakari said, you send your poor over to our countries to die. And that's true. They send motherfuckers from the military that's poor and ain't got shit going for them. They go in the military and they die in other countries because they're poor. That's how fucked up America is. They got no use for you poor people that they send you over there to fight a war. That's fucked up and dumb. I don't like it. But I like the movie. Drops a lot of truth bombs and actual bombs. And Gerard Butler's still a badass. Just don't see Gods of Egypt. I know I ain't seeing that shit. I never saw that old Exodus. Fuck white Egyptians. I'm making a black Viking movie. Go see London Has Fallen. It was very dope. Fuck. Whoa. I don't review movies. I talk about how good they were. I don't talk about shitty movies. Zootopia was fucking awesome. The references. The Breaking Bad Easter eggs. The Breaking Bad references. They referenced Moana. It's not even out yet. They call it Meowana. They had a cat on a surfboard. Looking like a little cat. Feline Polynesian pre Looking like a feline Polynesian princess. It was dope. And. Not to mention. Dude. In six days I'm going to be seeing Tim Cloverfield Lane. And I'm going to talk about that movie. Because I know it's going to be good. And if it's not good, you'll know, because ain't no video going to be up. I don't talk about shitty movies. I don't talk about what I like. I'm a creator, not a critique, not a critic. Those, cre those who critique, critique because they cannot create. London is falling. And it's going to be a part three because Mike Banning was about to resign, but he clicked delete. So he didn't resign, which means there might be a Jamaica has fallen or a... Africa has fallen or Chicago has fallen. I think they should make a New York has fallen. The Big Apple was falling. And that could be the third in the trilogy. Perfect. 
Babak Narafi picked up perfectly, perfectly where Antoine Fuqua left off. Good fucking movie. Everybody was going crazy. The movie's dope. I clapped at the end of it. I'm on, I did my backhand clap. This is how I clap. I don't clap like this or like this or this. I do this. Put my hands already like this anyway. Why not just put them together and go? It makes better sense. Go see London Has Fallen. Go see Zootopia. They're both worth the price of admission. Besides, look at me. I obviously paid for a ticket for both movies. Why would I buy a ticket for Zootopia to sneak into London Has Fallen? <laughs> That's criminal. I'm a good guy. Leroy Furycast. I'm out. Judy Hopps is the best police officer of all time. She's not, but it was very cool how she used a flashlight from her cell phone to find the fucking criminal. She used the damn flashlight on her cell phone to find out, you know, what was going on in the lab with the 14 missing animals when she found Mr. Utterson. Mr. Utterson went missing. And Judy Hopps found him. Judy Hopps found Mr. Utterson using the flashlight cell phone. Pretty creative, Disney. Good job. Pat in the back. You go. Judy Hopps used a flashlight on her cell phone. And instead of Apple, she had a carrot in the back. A carrot logo. Because she's a rabbit. How fucking cool is that? Damn, that's nice. Fucking Disney. Fucking Disney, man. They can't lose. Drake is the Disney of hip-hop. Not Kanye. Drake is the Walt Disney of hip-hop. Because Disney can't lose. Walt Disney was racist, but you know, whatever. Fuck that guy. He's dead. Drake is the Disney. He is Disney. Not Walt, but he is Disney. And I need to shut the fuck up because I'm slowly fading away. No! Leroy Fury Cast. Episode 6. Leroy Fury Cast. Leroy Fury Cast. Episode after Cinco. Set. Leroy Furycast, episode 6. Subscribe to this dick in your mouth. Yeah.